In Judeo-Christian mythology, when the great King Solomon asked the Almighty Jehovah for wisdom, Jehovah granted him much more than wisdom. He gave Solomon power and dominion that would not be passed to any other after him. He submitted all nations to him and empowered him without measure, for he did not ask after selfish desires. It is also said that Jehovah gifted Solomon a divine ring, a special ring that gave him power over mortals and the divine, over spirits and demons, over all the elements of the earth. The time of Solomon was a time of darkness, there had been a crack in the veil which separates the world of men from the world of demons, hell, a crack through which evil spirits poured into the world of men. With the power of the Almighty Jehovah vested in that divine ring, Solomon bound the leaders of these demons, thereby binding the legions they command, and ending their reign of terror and the myriad of afflictions they brought upon mankind. These demons remain quiet, until they are roused by either a skilled magician or a curious moron who is foolish enough to summon them. Out of the many elemental spirits who submitted to him by the power of Jehovah, King Solomon bound 72 infernal spirits, 72 kings of hell, the realm of fire, the worst of all spirits that are past, present and future. The first spirit is a king in the east, called Baal, who rules over 66 legions of demons. He appears as a man, a cat, or a toad, or sometimes as a triple-headed being, with a cat's head, a toad's head, and a human head in between. Baal grants the gift of invisibility, and is the same demon most people know as Belzebub, or Belzebul, a name which means Lord of the Flies, some say Lord of the Heavens. In the days of the prophet Elijah, Belzebul, Baal, was the main rival to the Israelite god, Jehovah, and the Jews would come to equate him to Satan. The second spirit is a duke, called Agoras, who appears in the form of a fine old man, riding upon a crocodile, and carrying a goshawk on his fist. Agoras rules over 31 legions of demons, he makes those who run standstill, and recovers runaways. He teaches all languages, he causes earthquakes, and destroys dignities, both spiritual and physical. Before he fell from heaven, Agoras was a member of the angelic order of virtues. The third spirit is a mighty prince, who appears in a form similar to Agoras. This one is called Visago, and is of good nature. He reveals things past and yet to come, and discovers all things hidden or lost. Visago governs 26 legions of demons. The fourth spirit is a great marquise, called Gamagin, who appears in the form of a small horse, and then a human, with a voice that sounds like that of a horse. Gamagin teaches liberal sciences, and gives accounts of those who have died in sin. He rules over thirty legions of demons, and can summon the souls of drowned men, and those who are in purgatory. The fifth spirit is a great president, called Marbus, who appears at first as a great lion, but afterwards, a human. 
at the request of the master. He answers the things hidden or secret, he causes diseases, and cures them again, he gives wisdom and knowledge in mechanical arts, he changes men into different shapes, he is also known as Barbas, and governs 36 legions of demons. The sixth spirit is a mighty duke, called Valifar, or Malapar, who appears in the form of a lion with a man's head. He tempts those he is familiar with, into stealing and thievery, and governs ten legions of demons. The seventh spirit is a powerful marquise, called Amon, who appears as a wolf with a serpent's tail, vomiting from his mouth, flames of fire, and then as a man, with a raven's head, and a dog's teeth. He tells of the past and the future, and brings about love, reconciling and settling disputes between friends and enemies. Amon rules over forty legions of demons. The eighth spirit is a great duke, called Barbatos, who rules over thirty legions of demons. When the sun is in Sagittarius, he appears with four noble kings and their troops, and gives understanding of the languages of all animals, like the singing of birds, and the barking of dogs. Barbatos reveals treasures hidden by magic, he reconciles friends and people in power, he knows of all things past and yet to come, and teaches all sciences. Before his fall from heaven, Barbatos was a member of the angelic order of virtues. The ninth spirit is a great king, called Paimon, who has two hundred legions of demons under his command. He was once among the angelic order of dominations, and among the angels that fell with Lucifer. Paimon appears as a king, seated on a camel, and comes in the company of many musicians, sounding trumpets and other musical instruments. He has a roaring voice, and teaches all arts, sciences, and secrets, submitting people to the will of the magician. The tenth spirit is a president, called Bua, who governs over fifty legions of demons. He appears when the sun is in Sagittarius, he gives good familiars, and heals all distempers in man. He teaches moral and natural philosophy, the logical arts, and the virtues of all herbs and plants. The eleventh spirit is a duke, called Gusain, who appears like a Xenophilus, and tells of all things past, present and future. He gives meaning to all questions asked, and confers honor and dignity upon the magician. Gusain rules over forty legions of demons. The twelfth spirit is a great prince, called Citri, who appears at first with a leopard's face and the wings of a griffin, and afterwards, a very beautiful human. He brings about lust and erotic love, inflaming men with women's love, and women with men's love, causing them to show themselves naked. Citri governs sixty legions of demons. The thirteenth spirit is a terrible and mighty king, called Belith, who rules over eighty-five legions of demons. He appears on a pale horse, preceded by many musicians playing trumpets and other musical instruments. Belith is a very angry demon, who must be contained within a magical triangle when summoned, and shown no fear, but treated with respect, lest he harms the sorcerer. The sorcerer must also protect himself by wearing a silver ring, for this demon can be difficult and menacing. 
belleth causes all manner of love possible, both of men and women. Before his fall, he was once a member of the angelic order of powers. The fourteenth spirit is a great marquise, called Li Rei, who appears as an archer, dressed in green, and carrying a bow and quiver. He causes all great battles and contests, and makes arrow wounds decay. Li Rei commands thirty legions of demons. The fifteenth spirit is a duke, called Iligor, who appears as a knight, carrying a lance, a serpent, and an ensign. He knows of all hidden things and things yet to come, he knows of all wars and how soldiers shall meet on the battlefields, he obtains the favor of those in power, and has sixty legions of demons under his command. The sixteenth spirit is a great duke, called Zephyr, who appears in red apparel, armed like a soldier. He inflames women with the love of men, bringing them together in love, only to make them barren afterwards. Zephyr governs over twenty-six legions of demons. The seventeenth spirit is a great president and an earl, called Botis, or Otis, who appears at first in the form of an ugly viper, then changes into a human, with powerful fangs, two horns, and carrying a sharp bright sword in his hand. He tells of all things past and yet to come, he reconciles friends and foes, and governs sixty legions of demons. The eighteenth spirit is a strong and great duke, called Barthin, or Mathin, who has thirty legions of demons under his command. He appears as a strong man with the tail of a serpent, sitting upon a pale horse. He knows the lore of herbs and precious stones, and magically transports the magician from one country to another. The nineteenth spirit is a great duke, called Salios, who appears in the form of a gallant soldier, riding on a crocodile, with a duke's crown on his head. He causes the love of women to men, and the love of men to women, and governs thirty legions of demons. The twentieth spirit is a great king, called Person, who appears as a man with a lion's face, carrying a cruel viper in his hand, and riding on a bear. His presence is announced by the sounding of many trumpets, he knows of hidden things, and discovers treasures, he also knows of things past, present, and yet to come, and answers of all earthly things, both secret and divine. Person rules over twenty-two legions of demons. Before his fall from heaven, he was a member of the angelic order of virtues, and the angelic order of thrones. The twenty-first spirit is a great earl and president, called Morax, who appears like a great bull, with a man's face. He teaches men astronomy and all other liberal sciences, he also knows of herbs and precious stones, and governs thirty-six legions of demons. The twenty-second spirit is a mighty prince and an earl, called Ipoz, who appears in the form of an angel, with a lion's head, goose's feet, and a hare's tail. He knows things past and yet to come, he makes men clever and bold, and governs thirty-six legions of demons. The twenty-third spirit is a great duke, called Ahim, who appears in a fine body, but with three heads, the head of a serpent, the head of a man with two stars on his forehead, and the head of a cat. He rides on a viper, 
carrying a flaming firebrand in his hand, with which he sets cities, castles, and great places ablaze. He makes men witty and cunning, in all manner of ways, and gives answers to private matters. Aini governs 26 legions of demons. The 24th spirit is a valiant Marquise, called Nibirius, who appears in the form of a black crow, and speaks in a hoarse voice. He makes men cunning in all arts and sciences, most especially in the art of rhetoric. He restores lost dignities and honors, and governs 19 legions of demons. The 25th spirit is a mighty president, called Glazia Labellas, who appears in the form of a dog, with the wings of a griffin, and teaches all arts, in an instant. He causes bloodshed and manslaughter, and has under his rule, 36 legions of demons. The 26th spirit is a mighty duke, called Bune, who appears in the form of a dragon with three heads, one like a dog, the second like a griffin, and the third like a man. He speaks in a high and comely voice, he gives a man riches, and makes him wise and eloquent, he gives true answers to demands, and governs thirty legions of demons. The twenty-seventh spirit is a Marquise and great earl, called Ronov, who appears in the form of a monster. He teaches the art of rhetoric very well, and gives the knowledge of languages, and the favor of friends and foes. He commands nineteen legions of demons. The twenty-eighth spirit is a mighty and terrible duke, named Berith, who appears like a soldier dressed in red clothing, riding on a red horse, and having a crown of gold upon his head. He signs pacts made with the devil, he gives answers to things concerning the past, present and future, and turns all metals into gold. He speaks with a clear voice, and confers dignity on men. But he is a great liar, and must never be trusted. The twenty-ninth spirit is a mighty duke, named Astaroth, who appears in the form of an ugly angel, riding on a fiery dragon, and carrying in his right hand, a viper, doing damage to all things he comes near, by his stinking breath. He answers of things past, present, and yet to come, and can discover all secrets. If asked, he eagerly reveals how the angels fell from heaven, and what caused his own fall. He makes men excel in all liberal sciences, and rules over forty legions of demons. The thirtieth spirit is a great Marquise, called Fornius, who appears in the form of a great sea monster. He teaches man the art of rhetoric, giving him fame, and the understanding of languages. He bestows upon a man, the favor of both friends and foes, and governs twenty-nine legions of spirits. Before his fall from heaven, he was a member of the angelic order of thrones. The thirty-first spirit is a great president, named Furas, who appears in the form of a strong man, and gives the understanding of the virtues of all herbs and precious stones. He teaches man the art of logic and ethics, making them witty and eloquent, he discovers treasures, he recovers things lost, and he rules over twenty-nine legions of demons. The thirty-second spirit is called Asmodeus, a great king and powerful demon with three heads, that of a bull, that of a man, and that of a ram, having the tail of a serpent, and the webbed feet of a goose. 
he sits on a fiery dragon, carrying a lance and a flag, belching and vomiting flames of fire from his mouth. Asmodeus goes before all other kings under the east, for he is the first and chiffiest of the authorities, under the reign and power of Amaman, the principal king of the east. Like his master, Amaman, Asmodeus is a great deceiver, and teaches the art of arithmetic, geometry, astronomy, and all other handicrafts. He governs 72 legions of demons, and knows places where treasures are hidden, guarding them, if they are located among the territories and legions of Amaman. The 33rd spirit is a mighty prince and president, called Gap, who was once a member of the Angelic Order of Powers. He rules 66 legions of demons, and appears when the sun is in the southern signs, as a human with huge bat wings, and followed by four powerful kings. Gap teaches liberal sciences and philosophy, he makes men become insensible in love and hatred, and repels good spirits from the magician. He quickly transports a magician from one place to another, and gives instruction in the consecration of things that belong to the divination of his master, Amaman. The 34th spirit is a great earl called Furthor, who appears as a heart with a fiery tail, and has 26 legions of demons under his command. When summoned, he must be placed within the magician's triangle, or whatever he says shall all be lies. He speaks with a hoarse voice, and can raise thunder, lightning, wild winds, and great storms. The 35th spirit is a great marquise, called Marchosias, who rules 30 legions of demons, and first appears as a cruel she-wolf with the wings of a griffin, and the tail of a serpent, breathing fire from his mouth, and afterwards, he changes into a strong human fighter. Marchosias was once a member of the angelic order of dominions, and has hopes that someday he will return to the seventh throne in heaven. The thirty-sixth spirit is called Stolas, a great and powerful prince who appears at first as a mighty raven, then as a man. He governs twenty-six legions of demons, and teaches the art of astronomy, as well as the virtues of herbs and precious stones. The thirty-seventh spirit is a great marquise, called Phoenix, who appears as the phoenix bird, having a child's voice, and singing sweet melodies. He is an excellent poet, and speaks wonderfully of all sciences. Phoenix governs twenty legions of demons, and also has hopes that he would one day return to the seventh throne in heaven. The thirty-eighth spirit is a great earl, called Halfers, who appears in the form of a stock dove, and speaks with a hoarse voice. His responsibility is to send men to war, and to their deaths, he builds high towers, furnishing them with ammunition and weapons. He rules twenty-six legions of demons. The thirty-ninth spirit is a powerful president, called Malthus, some say he is the brother to the thirty-eighth spirit, Halthus, and appears at first as a crow, then in a human shape. He speaks with a hoarse voice, and like his brother, builds strong houses and high towers. He finds good workmen from all places of the world, and destroys the will, deeds, thoughts, and desires of enemies. Malthus deceives all those who summon him, and governs forty legions of demons. The fortieth spirit is an earl, called Ram, 
who also appears at first in the form of a crow, then afterwards, in human shape. He steals treasures from the houses of kings, carrying them to where he is commanded. He destroys cities, and the dignities of men. He tells all things that were, that are, and will be, and governs thirty legions of spirits. Before his fall from heaven, he was a member of the angelic order of thrones. The forty-first spirit is a great duke, called Focola, who appears in the form of a man, with the wings of a griffin. His responsibility is to kill men, and to drown them in the waters, to overthrow ships of war, for he has power over both the winds and seas. However, if commanded, he does not harm any living being. Focola governs thirty legions of demons, and has hopes to return to the seventh throne in heaven, someday. The forty-second spirit is a great duke, called Vepa, who guides the waters, seas and ships. Clad in armor, he causes the seas to be rough and stormy, and to be full of ships. He kills people by causing their sores and wounds to decay, and infesting them with worms. Vepa governs 29 legions of demons. The 43rd spirit is a great marquise, called Sadnak, who appears as an armed soldier with a lion's head, riding on a pale horse. He builds and fortifies towers, camps, and cities, furnishing them with armor. He rules over 50 legions of demons, and like the 42nd spirit, Vepa, he afflicts people with wounds and rotten sores full of worms. The 44th spirit is a great marquise, named Shax, who appears in the form of a stock dove, and speaks with a hoarse but subtle voice. He must be contained within a magical triangle when summoned, else he deceives he who summons him, for all he says shall be lies. When commanded, he takes away the sight, hearing and understanding of people, and steals money from the houses of kings. He discovers hidden things, which are not guarded by other wicked spirits, and governs thirty legions of demons. The forty-fifth spirit is a great king and earl, called Vine, who appears in the form of a lion, riding on a black horse, and holding a viper in his hand. He reveals witches and sorcerers, he reveals hidden things, and can tell things past, present, and future. He builds great stone walls and towers, and also destroys them. He causes sea storms, and governs thirty-five legions of demons. The forty-sixth spirit is an earl, called Bifrens, who appears as a monster, but then takes on a human shape when commanded to do so. He teaches astronomy, astrology, geometry, and other arts and sciences, and gives the knowledge of herbs, precious stones, and woods. He carries dead bodies from their graves, to other places, and lights ethereal candles on the graves under his command. Bifrens commands six legions of demons. The forty-seventh spirit is a great duke, called Vuel, who appears first as an enormous dromedary camel, then changes into human form, and speaks with an imperfect Egyptian accent. He has thirty-seven legions of demons under his command and was once a member of the angelic order of powers, before his fall. Vuel obtains the love of women, makes enemies become friends, and knows the past, present, and future. 
The 48th spirit is a great president, called Hegenti, who appears in the form of a mighty bull, with the wings of a griffin. He transmutes all metals into gold, and makes men wise, by teaching them diverse things. He changes wine into water, and water into wine, and commands 33 legions of demons. The 49th spirit is a great duke, named Crocel, who appears in the form of an angel, and rules over 48 legions of demons. He speaks mystically, of hidden and secret things, and teaches geometry and the liberal sciences. He is a great noisemaker, and upon command, makes great noises such as the sound of roaring water. He warms waters, and tempers spring baths. Before his fall, he was part of the angelic order of powers. The fiftieth spirit is a knight, called Fukas, who comes as a cruel old man, with a long beard, and head full of hair, sitting on a pale horse, and wielding a sharp weapon in his hand. He teaches the art of philosophy, astronomy, astrology, rhetoric, logic, chiromancy, and pyromancy. Fukas has under his power, twenty legions of demons. The fifty-first spirit is a terrible and powerful king, called Balaam, who appears as a three-headed being, with the head of a bull, the head of a man, and the head of a ram, having a serpent's tail, and flaming eyes, and riding upon an angry bear, carrying a goshawk on his fist. Balaam speaks with a hoarse voice, giving answers of things past, present, and to come. He gives the gifts of invisibility, and wits, and governs forty legions of demons. The fifty-second spirit is a mighty duke, called Alices, who appears in the form of a soldier, with flaming eyes, and a red face which looks like that of a lion. He rides upon a great horse, and speaks hoarsely, he teaches the art of astronomy, and all liberal sciences, and rules thirty-six legions of demons. The fifty-third spirit is a great president, called Cain, with thirty legions of demons under his command. He appears first as a black bird, or thrush, and then as a man, carrying a sharp sword, or adorned with a tuft, and a peacock's tail. He is good at settling disputes, he answers about the future, and gives men the understanding of the songs of birds, the lowing of bulls, the barking of dogs, and the voice of waters, and other creatures. The fifty-fourth spirit is a great duke and an earl, called Murma, who appears in the form of a soldier, riding on a griffin, with a duke's crown on his head. There goes before him, two of his ministers, with the sounding of great trumpets. He teaches philosophy, and conjures the souls of the dead to appear and answer questions. Before his fall, Murma was a member of the angelic order of thrones. The fifty-fifth spirit is a mighty prince, called Oribas, who appears at first as a horse, then a man. He reveals all things past, present, and yet to come. He bestows dignities, and the favor of friends and foes. He answers questions about divinity, and the creation of the world, and governs twenty legions of demons. The fifty-sixth spirit is a powerful duke, called Gemery, who appears in the form of a beautiful woman, wearing the crown of a duchess, and riding a camel. He tells of things past, present, and yet to come 
and of hidden things. He obtains the love of women, both young and old, and rules over 26 legions of demons. The 57th spirit is a great president, called Ors, who appears as a leopard at first, then in the shape of a man. He makes one cunning in liberal sciences, and changes a man into any shape or creature, making them believe they are that creature, and think and act like it. Ors governs three legions of demons. The 58th spirit is a great president, called Army, who appears at first in the form of a flaming fire, and afterwards in the shape of man. He makes one wonderful and knowledgeable in astrology, and all liberal sciences. He reveals with caution, treasures which are guarded by other spirits, and governs 36 legions of demons. The 59th spirit is a great marquise, named Aureus, who appears in the form of a half-man half-lion, riding on a mighty horse, having the tail of a serpent, and holding in his right hand, two large hissing serpents. He teaches of the stars, and the planets of the cosmos, and how to understand their virtues. He transforms men into honorables and dignitaries, and obtains for them the favor of friends and foes. Aureus governs thirty legions of demons. The sixtieth spirit is a mighty duke, called Vapula, who appears in the form of a lion, with the wings of a griffin. He gives men knowledge in all handicraft professions, in philosophy, and other sciences, and governs 36 legions of demons. The 61st spirit is a great king and president, called Zargon, who appears first as a bull with the wings of a griffin, and then as a man. He makes men clever and witty, turns water into wine, and blood into wine, and vice versa. He makes fools wise, and commands 33 legions of demons. The 62nd spirit is a great president, called Valak, who appears as a small boy, with angel wings, riding on a two-headed dragon. He gives answers about hidden treasures, and reveals where serpents can be seen, delivering them to the magician, unharmed. Valak governs 30 legions of demons. The 63rd spirit is a great marquise, called Andras, who appears in the form of an angel, with the head of a black knight raven, riding upon a strong black wolf, with a sharp bright sword in his hand. Andras governs thirty legions of demons, he sows discord and hatred among men, and if the magician who summons him is not careful, he kills the magician, as well as those around or close to him. The sixty-fourth spirit is a great duke, named Flauros, who appears at first as a strong leopard, and afterwards, in the shape of a man, with fiery eyes, and a terrifying countenance. If invoked into the magician's triangle, he gives answers to questions about the past, present, and future. If outside the magic triangle, all he says shall be lies, and he shall deceive the magician. Flauros gladly talks about divinity, the creation of the world, and the fall of the angels, including his own fall. He destroys and burns the enemies of the magician, protecting him from other spirits and dangers. Flauros governs 36 legions of demons. The 65th spirit is a mighty marquise, called Andrealphus, who appears with great noise, as a peacock, and then a human. He teaches astronomy, geometry, 
and all things related to measuring. He makes men cunning, and transforms them into the likeness of a bird. He governs thirty legions of demons. The sixty-sixth spirit is a mighty Marquise, called Simeris, who appears as a valiant soldier, strong and powerful, and riding on a black horse. He rules over all the spirits in the region of Africa, and teaches grammar, rhetoric, and logic. He recovers treasures, and things lost or hidden, and governs twenty legions of chief spirits, who are more inferior to him. The sixty-seventh spirit is a strong duke, called Amdushas, who appears at first like a unicorn, and afterwards, a human. He makes trees bend to the magician, and causes trumpets, and all manner of musical instruments to be heard, but not seen. He rules twenty-nine legions of demons. The sixty-eighth spirit is a mighty and powerful king, called Belial, who appears in the form of a beautiful angel, sitting in a chariot of fire, and speaking with a comely voice. He was created next after Lucifer, and is of his order, declaring that he fell first, and amongst the worthier and wiser angels that came before Michael and the other heavenly angels. Belial confers kingships, and senatorships, and bestows upon the magician, the favor of friends and foes. Being a powerful demon king, Belial must first be appeased, and offered sacrifices and gifts, before he tends to the magician's demands. Unless he is compelled by a higher power, he does not comply, until he has had his fill of the offers made to him. Belial governs eighty legions of demons. The sixty-ninth spirit is a mighty Marquise, called Decarabia, who has under his command, thirty legions of demons. He appears as a star in a pentacle, then as a man. He makes magical birds fly before the magician, and leaves them as familiars, singing and eating as ordinary birds do. Decarabia reveals the virtues of herbs, and precious stones. The seventieth spirit is a powerful prince, called Seer, who reigns under Amaman, the principal king of the east. He appears as a beautiful man, riding a strong winged horse. He makes things happen instantly, transports the magician anywhere instantly, and discovers all thefts. Seer is good-natured, indifferent to good or bad, and governs twenty-six legions of demons. The seventy-first spirit is a great duke, called Dantalion, who appears in the form of a man, with many faces of both men and women, and holding a book in his hand. He reveals the secret counsels of anyone, for he knows the thoughts of all men and women, and can change them at his will. He makes people fall in love, and reveals through visions, the true forms and colors of people, anywhere in the world. He teaches all arts and sciences, and governs thirty-six legions of demons. The seventy-second spirit is a mighty earl, called Andromelius, who appears in the form of a man, holding a serpent in his hand. He retrieves thieves, and brings back goods that are stolen. He discovers all wickedness, and punishes thieves and wicked people, according to the gravity of their crimes. He discovers hidden treasures, and rules thirty-six legions of demons. These are the seventy-two kings of hell. Solomon bound them up and sealed them in a vessel, and had them cast into a deep lake in Babylon. 
Years after, rumors began to go round that the vessel Solomon cast into the lake was full of treasures, and so the Babylonians began to search for the vessel, and eventually found it. Alas, they broke the vessel open, and out flew all the 72 demon kings and their legions. They were free once again. Categorized into knights, earls, presidents, princes, dukes, marquises, and kings, these 72 infernal spirits are all under the power of four principal kings of hell, under the power of four supreme infernal kings of the four corners, namely, Amaman, the principal king of the east, Kherson, the principal king of the west, Simoniar, the principal king of the north, and Gop, the principal king of the south. The four principal kings, Amaman, Corson, Zimaniah, and Gop, are said to be the four forms and manifestations of Lucifer himself. Do you know your internet service provider sees everything you do online? Do you know you're exposed on every website you visit, and your visible IP address can be used to track you down to your very doorstep? Do you know when using a public network, a malicious user, aka, a hacker, on the network, can read your personal data? How do you protect yourself? Protect yourself by using a VPN. But not just any VPN, for not all VPNs are created equal. Free VPNs give you fake privacy. Most others will share your private info with third parties whenever possible. What VPN should you use? Use NordVPN. NordVPN secures your privacy and keeps you protected from the eyes online. What makes NordVPN different? NordVPN encrypts your data. In other words, turns them into gibberish, which means no one can read it, not even your internet service provider. NordVPN does not store data on its servers. In other words, there are no data to share to third parties. Which means your privacy is ever guaranteed. NordVPN has automatic kill switch. In other words, if your connection accidentally drops, NordVPN blocks your device's access to the internet. Which means you're protected at all times, even when disconnected. NordVPN is easy to use, with one click to connect, or enable auto-connect to automatically connect whenever a network is detected. NordVPN has over 5,000 servers in 60 countries, and is available on Android, Windows, OS, MacOS, Linux, and Android TV. Are you a movie lover? Is a movie or streaming platform blocked in your country? Change your location on NordVPN, and gain instant access to your favorite movies. Are you a gamer? Is a game not available in your country? Change your location on NordVPN, and instantly gain access to your favorite games. How do you get NordVPN? Click the link in the video's description to get NordVPN. Use the promo code, MFAZ, to enjoy a two-year plan, with over 60% discount, and one month free bonus. What are you waiting for? Click the link to get NordVPN today. Remember, use the promo code, MFAZ, to start enjoying your discount, and one month free bonus. Stay protected online. Start using NordVPN.